welcome, welcome, welcome into the Mostly Manly Show. I'm your host, as always, Brad Manly. How is everyone doing? I'm a day late. I tried to get it done on the weekend. It's now Monday evening. I was having some technical difficulties because that's what you do in real life. Um, my laptop was giving me the big virtual middle finger. How about you figure it out yourself, pal? That's what it was doing. That was absolutely crazy. It, you know what? It was this whole daylight savings time screwed up my computer too, probably. That, oh, okay, let's be honest. Let's talk about this for a quick second. Daylight savings time. Does it matter really if it's 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock? I mean, it does if you're on your way to work, but, you know, just... I, I've thought that we should all just go to one global clock and it's nine o'clock, no matter where you are, we'll, it will go to the, um, the 24 hour, the military time or whatever that's officially called now. Um, you know, and it'll be, you know, 1400 hours everywhere in the world. Now, 1400 hours for you and I might, we might be playing tennis or, taking a nap on a Sunday or at work and, you know, somewhere else, Australia or whatever, they may be in, it might be the middle of the night, but that, you know, it would, it's crazy because everything you see, every game you play, you know, it's UTC plus five minus seven, drop the cue, stand on your left foot. It's ridiculous. I don't understand all that. I mean, I think maybe I'm just not smart enough to do it. So I look up, the whole daylight savings time deal guy named George Hudson first came up with the idea because apparently he wanted a little more sunlight. So it must've been after work, but apparently he wanted a little more sunlight not to plow or get any work done around the yard, but for his insect collection for him to try to catch more bugs. So, you know, here's an idea. I'm going to be a, robust pain in the ass to everyone, well, 98% of the planet for the, you know, I don't know, for time ever. And so I can catch another, you know, moth. Um, the first country to do it was 1916 Germany. They did it to save money because it's always about money, right? Maybe old George Hudson was doing something with his bugs for money. I don't, not entirely sure, not entirely sure. Now here's, this is a, a strange deal. Hawaii does not do it. And I understand that they're in the middle of the damn ocean, but Arizona doesn't do it. It's like, no, kiss my ass. We're not going to do it. But there's a chunk. Um, oh, and I don't want to speak out of school, but there's a, a chunk of Native American land there that does, does, use daylight savings time and in it gets crazy inside that chunk of land there's a smaller chunk of land that doesn't and inside that one that doesn't honest to goodness there is one more smaller chunk that does it's ridiculous it, you know could just be 1400 hours everywhere i'm just saying but you know they talked about uh, saving money doing the whole thing and right now, currently in the United States, daylight savings time is estimated to save all American households. Sit down, folks. 
$4 a year. I mean, I'll pony up the extra four bucks, not to have to mess with it. That, I mean, that's how I feel about that. It's crazy. We'll be back in a second. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. Um, I've been watching a ridiculous amount of hockey lately. I uh, got in some fan hockey. Fantasy hockey leagues for free. I'm not much of a, I'm not good at gambling. I mean, I like doing it, but I'm not good at it. But these are all free hockey leagues. I have way too many teams. I got a little time on my hands now, as we all know. Um, but the, uh, I'm watching all these games and I have loved the Blackhawks my whole life, the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, being from Chicago. And folks, they've fallen on hard times. They've, didn't win a game for their first nine or 10, I think it was. And then they have won two games out of their last, I think four, something like this. And they, uh, they fired their coach yesterday. And a lot of people I saw on the different social media pages, um, most notably Instagram, a lot of people are just acting like it's the happiest day ever. Like he may have somehow been the spawn of Satan, the Blackhawks coach. And the man, I honest to goodness, feel like the man was doing his very best with what he had. Last year was that weird Corona season when they only played eight, seven other teams. And they had a ton of rookies. I think more rookies than anyone in the NHL. And he, I don't know, he did, I feel like the guy did his best. I really do. And then, of course, last yesterday was the first game with the new coach, and then they win in dramatic fashion in overtime at home in front of the fans. You know, and now it's all because the old coach was terrible. But I just, I hate that. I hate that sentiment because when he first started, people were behind him, and it felt like he was trying to do his best for the team. and. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't like people getting fired. It's a weird deal. It's a weird deal. So I got a new listener this week, and I have no idea how happy I am. It's my brother, Wes, actually. my I call a lot of people brother because I'm friendly and I like people. And I like to engage with people and form relationships. Um, but this is my honest-to-goodness brother, Wes. I appreciate him listening. He gave me some, uh, I'll tell you what, sometimes you get just some some reassuring words or some a little bit of praise from somebody real near and dear to you. And uh, it really, really moves you. I got a text message from him last night, basically telling me he was listening to it and enjoying it. And he, uh, he liked some of the things I was doing. And uh, I'm not ashamed to say, that I got tears in my eyes because it was, it meant a lot to come from someone who, well, you know, I've done death defying things with my poor brother. He's seven now. He's seven years younger than me. And he, the poor guy was forced to grow up with me and my friends who were, you know, complete doofuses. And we would do the craziest things 
it does not surprise me. My brother has done all kinds of extreme type sport things. He's snowboards. I mean, he go. I've seen him pictures of him on giant mountains in Utah or wherever they are. Wes, I apologize. I'm not trying to belittle it. I'm impressed by it. He um, drives like race car type things. He mountain bikes again down the sides of mountains like they're meant for. Not, you know, he doesn't just ride to 7-Eleven to pick up a big gulp on his mountain bike. Um, he skateboarded his whole life and he has taken, he has taken some nasty spills learning everything, but he would keep on going. We would do dumb shit with him though. We would put a football helmet on him, get on a big wheel, and we would we would take the seat off the big wheel and we would put our foot on it. So we would propel it and then we'd shoot him over jumps because, and that wasn't dangerous enough, clearly. So we would, gosh, I hope my parents aren't listening. We would shoot him over jump. We would build ramps on either side of our uh, drainage ditch. We had it ran down the block. It was right out in front of our yard. So we'd put leaves in the fall in the drainage ditch. Light the leaves on fire and jump my brother over them while the flames were tickling the bottom of the big wheel. Now try to picture that. And I'm not, my brother was not 14 at the time. He was probably, oh, seven or eight. So, and I'll tell you what, he was game as a son of a gun. He was in for it. Um, we never broke anything on him. I don't think we didn't not saying he hasn't, but I don't think we did, but it was, uh, He's a pretty fun dude to grow up with, and I'm pretty proud of him. He's he's got two, he got a beautiful family. He's doing well for himself, and he makes me proud. I'm proud that he's my brother. Um, it's just a, it's just a real, real nice gift, I'll say, to have him talk about the show last night. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I have also. Lately, been trying, trying to exercise in a more focused approach. I've been doing pretty well at that because uh, my foot doctor sent me to a surgeon for, we'll say, a consultation, and I'm always terribly nervous for several reasons. One, I'm a bigger guy. I have shown in the last six years a propensity for being tremendously good at getting infections and then they go they have several times gone into sepsis and my life has been at risk a few times not joking and i uh so i went and i saw the surgeon and the interesting thing is the gentleman did the x-ray and then they were up like on a tv screen right in front of me so i could look at my foot and i'm like what's that what's that what's that what are you five well, I was, I was interested. Um, and so what the, the surgeon and the surgeon was great because he basically said it was absolutely my decision. He didn't try to push me. He told me my options. He told me what my recovery would be. And he also told me nothing's foolproof. You may, your foot may still be basically the same, but he was talking about cutting both sides of it open and putting oh, tension springs or something in there. And, you know, I, get a cool little card, I guess, so that, you know, if I went on an airplane, it would say, hey, he's going to beep like a son of a gun. So don't, you know, yank him out, beat the shit out of him and take his clothes off. I mean, you know, on a Friday, if you want to do something like that, I'm just saying, give me a call. But the um, the 
the emphasis on what I feel the worst part is the recovery because they're talking about this external device. It's this halo that goes around, the pins go into you. I can only imagine that eight seconds into the house, my dog would hit that. Otis, not Emily. Emily would be afraid of it, but Otis would jump on it or jam his head into it to lick my leg to try to save dad. And it would be tragic. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to, I say we, I mean my wife and I, because she is a driving force. She really is. Um, we're going to try to get a little stronger, you know, take some weight off. I think I'm going to start trying to use my cane uh, just to take some pressure off that one foot. Because if it closes up and it's working on closing up the wound, then I think we will not run the risk of getting as many infections. So we might be on the right path. I don't know that I'll ever be able to go back to work. I don't, well, not outside of the home. I have a couple options I'm looking at, but I'll keep you guys updated. Um, a lot of people have expressed concern for me. It makes me feel pretty good. I miss a lot of people uh, being at home now. It's a, kind of a strange thing. My wife said something great yesterday to one of my former coworkers. She said he is not meant to be home. And I, I feel like she nailed that pretty good. I like to be around people and be social, obviously. Um, so I want to give a shout out, of course, to my brother, Wes. I want to give a shout out to um, my buddy, Brandon. I hope he's still listening. I haven't seen him. I miss you, guy. I'm going to shoot you a message after this. Um, my friend, Eula May, and uh, my friend that owns Bella's Bazaar. Uh, we'll call her Bella, as it turns out. Um, giving her a shout out. She's doing cool things. She's got some nice jewelry, nice products. And I'm going to keep everybody apprised of this whole exercise slash foot health slash weight reduction drive that we're going to be on here. And uh, I feel like if I talk to you guys about it, then I can't shirk my responsibilities. But we're going to do that. And then we're going to be back next week. Until I talk to you again, folks, stay manly.